Jess. Hey everyone. And Nicole. Hello. And tonight <laughs> we are doing The Emperor's New Groove from 2000 animated Disney film. I cannot uh, believe 20 that years ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> yep. 20 years ago, the Emperor's New... About 19, I think it came out at the end of the year, so it's not Ugh. that old. But uh, yeah, Emperor's oh. New Groove, as everyone knows, we are all quarantined for further notice, so no theater reviews, sticking to streaming. I've already got a couple through suggestions through email and other other sources, Instagram and plus stuff we'll talk about at the end of the show, so keep sending those in. I am getting them, and we are going to be adding them to the schedule uh, as we move forward, but we had already planned to do this one because... Jess and Nicole, uh, I can't remember which one of you picked this. Who, whose, whose idea was this? I feel like I probably said it as a joking, but not really joking, because I always will watch this. Anytime someone says they want to watch it, I'll be like, yes, please. Yeah, and I think we were kind of struggling to pick what we wanted to do next, and I'm just like, let's just do Emperor's New Group. We both love this movie. <laughs> I know, yeah, Jess has not liked some of the ones we've done recently, so I guess some comfort food for her would be, would be a, a, a nice Rugrats movie equivalent. Every now uh, and then, you just need something that you know you're gonna like. I saw this when I was younger. I don't have the same high regards of it as you two do, so I did, I did not see it multiple times. I probably saw it once or twice on TV. Uh, so this is kind of like a revisiting for me. I had to re revisit all this, uh, whereas you guys probably could quote things as they went. I know Nicole did for some, a, a couple of long. <laughs> that reminds of me lines. of when I was in college. Um, there was I forget what movie it was. I think we were watching Mean Girls in college with a bunch of us, and there was this one girl who really tried to say the lines as they were coming, but she was like three seconds too late. Ugh, so that makes me so mad. So frustrating, <laughs> but I don't uh, think that I was that bad this time. I think I remember. No, you were. You were fine. You were. It was not uh, egregious. Um, but so, Emperor's New Groove. For those who do not know uh, what this is, uh, Emperor Cusco, voiced by David Spade, is turned into a llama by his devious advisor, turned by his devious advisor Isma, played by Eartha Kitt, and her hunky henchman Kronk, played by Patrick Warburton. Now the ruler who once had it all must form an unlikely alliance with a pleasant peasant named Pacha, played by John Goodman. Uh, there you go. That's the <laughs> that's the synopsis for Emperor's New Groove. It's an emperor. Got a an advisor who wants to be the emperor, empress, whatever. I don't know. Uh, and uh, that there's a power struggle there, and then the good-natured peasant uh, that we meet later on in the movie. So if you have not seen the Emperor's New Groove, it is streaming on Disney Plus. And what's Plus. wrong with you? <laughs> you're either too old or too yeah. young. I think this is a very only people our age, give or take five years, will know what this is. I don't think this is a classic. Or that someone today... who had a young child 20 years ago. I asked Mama Kay if she remembered this, and she's like, I don't know what this is. So, oh, uh, or and just if you ask my mom, I know she would know. Of movies <laughs> overall. Uh-huh. Yeah, this isn't one of those ones where I think kids of today are going back and rediscovering. Like my sister's three years younger than me. I know she feels the same exact way. As I, I said, do. give or take five years on what we are. So, if you have not seen Emperor's New Groove, you have any interest in uh, this time capsule of of the early two thousands animation of Disney. Uh, it is on Disney Plus, so go check that out if you have any interest, because we are going to spoil it. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. 
Cusco is a young, selfish, and overly pampered emperor of the Incan Empire. I had to ask where this was. I was like, what I is... I like I'm just going to be giggling in the background this entire show. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of giggling from you two. Brennan guessed that it was like ancient Greece or something. I had, Greece. I didn't guess. I was like, what ethnicity are they supposed to be? They're not I was wearing not... togas. No, there were like, but I didn't. I don't know these things. Like, I didn't know like what like when this took. I didn't remember what, exactly how this movie went. I didn't remember it was like ancient times. I guess and and yeah, Incan Empire is these and you know they're voiced by a bunch of white people. So I don't know like what they're Eartha supposed Kit to be. Eartha Kitt is not white. She's an African American woman. I don't know who Eartha Kitt is. So sorry. Oh my God, she plays Madame Zeroni in Holes. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait, but. Is Yisma's the whitest one there? All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she's just gray. She's just good at her job. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Cusco is all about himself. He wants to build a water slide amusement park beach house for himself on a hill uh, in uh, one of the outskirts of his empire in like a little village. Uh, Pacha is the guy who lives there. That's John Goodman's character. He's a real nice guy. He's He's folksy, uh, and uh, he invites him in to uh, basically tell him what side of the hill gets the best sunlight, uh, so that he can get you know the maximum sunlight for his thing. And he informs Pacha he wants to take over. He wants to take over the village. He already owns the village. He wants to kick. He wants to build his swimming. Yeah, his swimming pool. Yeah, and his beach house (laughs) or whatever he wants. He calls it his summer home. So Pacha's upset by this because he 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 went there originally to talk to him about something else about like like some like local issue uh, that his wife was complaining about. Um, but you know, there's there's Pacha, there's that that whole thing. Meanwhile, we have uh, Yzma, which is she's a uh, she's the advisor. She's kind of like the Jafar to him in this movie. I mean, that's because Jafar is the advisor to I the Sultan. So. And, that's what I was thinking of this whole because I was trying to think of a comp of advisor to a powerful person who wants to take over their throne, and that's you know that's another Disney movie of a similar time frame. So uh, she she deals the with Incas like Incas and Alibaba are not the same. Time first five, uh, first first of all, it's uh, Agrabah, not Alibaba. Uh, that, <laughs> that is not the same that's thing Arabian. at all. That's Arabian. That's Arabian. I'm in the same part of the world. Secondly, I was referring to the release dates of the movies, not <laughs> the time periods they take place in. <laughs> Good start so far. Uh, Isma Isma uh, deals with uh, things like the peasants complaining they're too poor, and she's like, "Should have thought about that before you were poor," you know, that kind of good good stuff. And she has an associate Kronk who is large, buff, not too bright, and likes to cook and best, talk to animals. Best sidekick ever made. He's a he's a fun sidekick. Um, Kronk, so... oh my god, he's like the like the brown Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I always think of that. <laughs> I mean, not uh, as women crazy, but he's totally kind of jockey like that. He's 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 built like that, and uh, yeah, less womanizing, more uh, more You're dumb. He's dumb, yeah. But Johnny Bravo is not <laughs> super bright. Anyway, Kronk's uh, not really dumb either. He's just intuitive. He's, he's an uh, airhead. He's a simple guy. Uh, Yzma <laughs> gets fired by Cusco because Cusco is sick of her trying to you know, kind of run his empire, even though he's not really doing much of it himself. He's more concerned with building his beach houses. Uh, so Yzma, for revenge, is going to poison Cusco and take over the empire. Uh, and Cusco's uh, she... poison. What? <laughs> I said Cusco's poison. 
Cusco's poison, yes. <laughs> poison, Cusco. Yes, Cusco's poison. poison the poison Cusco. that we will put into Cusco. Cusco's poison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and through a mistake of uh, of Kronk's and a little bit useless, but mostly Kronk's, uh, he he gives him the wrong uh, potion in his drink. It turns him into a llama instead of uh, killing him. So uh, Yzma orders Kronk to take care of it, uh, and Kronk, listening to the angel and demon who frequently appear on his shoulders, uh, decides to let Cusco live by throwing him like down a river, and and I guess that's that's just kind of it. Uh, well, not it, because Cusco wakes up uh, near the village that he was originally going to uh, try to take over, uh, found by Pacha, finds out he's Llama, and the two have to work together... Uh, adversarially because they have different interests in mind. Well, uh, I mean, you're kind of missing a big part here. We're really getting the character development of Kronk because... I'm going to let you guys talk about the plot and the characters. I'm trying to get us to a middle point of they're on an adventure back to the palace and Yzma finds out Kronk didn't kill him, so they have to go stop him. That's that's the broad strokes of the plot. So, Nicole, what do you think of the plot of Emperor's New Groove? I mean, utter brilliance. <laughs> You guys are gonna really have to explain what all your all your grades are gonna mean on this. It's just stupid. It's funny. Like I don't know how to. I, how do you explain it? It's a child's movie. Like the plot is is pretty funny. You have like someone this like all powerful guy who gets turned into a llama. Like, it's funny. This is ridiculous. How, how can we even grade it like this? I think it's just. Well, Jess like, gave Rugrats fives across the board, so you, however you see fit, I mean, you could grade it on, on a nostalgia curve like Jess, or you could grade it more uh, or uh, more objectively, or you do whatever I you mean, want. It's, this I is think your grade. that the way that it was written is pretty hysterical for adults to watch. Like, I was still laughing, and it wasn't just the nostalgia part. Like, the jokes were funny in this. Um, a lot of subliminal jokes in here and i really appreciate those in a disney movie because like that's how you're gonna get the parents to watch it 10 times when the kid wants to watch it 10 times you know um i mean i can't really say much about it it's pretty straightforward like they're the doof all the characters are really doofy and it's just really funny to watch and i i really like it i'll give it a five (laughs) (laughs) just what do you think of the plot my favorite part of this movie is like it's only an hour long, so I can sit down, watch it, and then go to sleep, and then I don't have to think about anything else. It's seventy-eight <laughs> minutes. It's not. It's not a it's short. A but yes, ritual. I understand. It's a, short, it's a short movie. It really is. Like I, I think I watched half of it while doing laundry, and it was great. No, but I agree with Nicole. Um, I like how it's also really funny for parents too. So I remember I watched this. Like in Spanish class in high school. I don't know why, because it wasn't in Spanish, but I think it was one of those days where the teacher didn't feel like teaching. (laughs) So she just put on this movie, and we, and I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And we were watching it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many, like, it's funny to watch as you're grown up, too. Um, so can you see it from a whole different perspective? And I even remember, like, the mom was, like, fretting about something, and she was like, oh, I just need to clean something. And she just walked away. (laughs) It's, it's just, it's a really funny movie, and, like, this is my kind of humor. Like, there's a lot of movies out there that people are like, oh, it's so funny, and I'm like, no, it was, like, sarcastic and weird, but this is literally my kind of humor. You put this yeah, on you- TV, and yeah. I will laugh at it. It's, there's no, it's just easy, it's funny, straightforward. like... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, slip on a banana peel funny. That's the kind of funny I like, and that's the <laughs> yes, kind of movie is. this that is. Yes, it is. That is your style. 
Yeah, I, I I don't like a lot of different kind of weird humors out there, but this is a funny watch. The dialogue is and the back and forth and the irony of it, it's all of it is just great. Um it's brilliant. I'm gonna give it a Salasenko. Yes. Alright, everyone, let's let's come back down to Earth a little bit here. Uh this is this is not alright, so I, I I know I'm gonna be the low person because I'm not gonna give this fives across the board because I can't, you really can't. I don't know how you could. But this is not a bad plot. It's a it's a it's what we've kind of settled a lot of films lately. It's pretty simple. Uh I like the uh the journey that Cusco and and Pacha have to take together. That's it's actually nice to see them grow and you kinda you do cheer for you really cheer for Pacha. Pacha's such a nice guy. Like he's an absurdly nice guy. Um, but but he but he and gives his he gets his family. He gets his yeah, and his his kids and his wife. I, I don't I don't have a whole lot for them when we get to the characters. But uh, but uh, Cusco's a horrible prick. Cusco's horrible, <laughs> uh, and he he does arc and change by the end. Um, it's a little quick because again the movie is quick and he kind of. A couple, you know, it's the savior. They save each other a little bit in the middle, and that's the thing that pushes them over. That's a, tr- a tropey, but it, I like the two's growth together, so that's good. Um, Yzma and Krunk are, f- um, I uh, for the plot. Oh I don't for the I plot. Like I don't think they really work too well um for the characters they have some fun banter when we get to the character grading but for the plot i don't uh, it's more character motivation i i'll i'll stick in the middle of like a three for this uh for the plot it's perfectly fine it's not terrible there aren't major holes other than how did they get back to the palace but we, that's Fair. part of the that's part of the joke <laughs> they literally say that so i i will by drawing attention to the plot hole i'll give it some 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 points. I mean, there's a million plot holes, but it's just, this world doesn't obey physics or any of that shit. So, uh, three for me for the plot. The characters. I think this will be the parts to talk about because we got our we got Cusco, Pacha, Yzma, Kronk, and then a bunch of smaller side characters. That you guys can talk about. Uh, back to you, Jess. What do you think of the characters? I don't think there's not one character I don't like. I even like the animals. So I'm gonna give this a five. <laughs> you're gonna have to elaborate you can't just be like i like everybody five you need, I do like give, give me some this is this is not gonna be a 20 minute we love this movie and i'm like pointing out all the, all the flaws <laughs> oh gosh okay let me think um kronk is probably my favorite one i i don't know why i find his dumb ass so funny but him just jump roping with the kids or just cooking and getting confused when everyone's like oh, i want this omelet i want it with cheese i want it without cheese like he's just he's just a walking dumbass and but he's just so funny um and he makes me laugh and he's great because i think actually what i'm gonna say what i like the most about the characters is their voices they did a really really good job having a voice with each character because sometimes you watch a cartoon and you're like i don't really like how they sound or their accent or their dialect but these are all on point um yzma sounds evil and old um Cusco sounds like a douchebag and uh, Pacha, <laughs> he does sound like a genuinely good-hearted person. So I think they did a really good job with the voiceovers. Did I talk enough yet? Is that good? That's that's <laughs> good, Jess. You fill your quota. Go ahead, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do have to agree with Jess that they casted this so well. Like, when you hear David Spade's voice, you think, he's a total douche. Let's put him as the douche character in the movie. And... <laughs> Yes. You know, it's just his tone. It's his tone that he can play so high and mighty in his voice that he does such a great job of it. And that's what makes 
Cusco so annoying, but like good annoying. Like you want to see him fail and you feel like him turning into a llama is like the best thing that could have happened in the movie. Um, so I really like the ca- the casting as well. Um, whenever I hear Patrick Warburton, I think of Kronk immediately, and I'm twenty almost twenty seven years old, and I still think about it like that. So I don't know what that <laughs> says, but <laughs> um, I love the dynamic of Isma and Kronk, and I'm really upset that you don't think that they're worth much to this movie, Brennan. Like I, they're funny, but they they're they're purpose in the plot is ancillary and it really does like they don't need to chase after them and do all this other stuff like i think if we spent the whole movie with Cusco and pacha like becoming close and then we just cut back to yzma doing terrible things in the palace because she's not that's a, when we get to yzma i think she's a would be a better emperor than Cusco. but we'll i'll well, talk about we that need when it's a, my time. but we need a diversion from Pacha and Cusco because that could go on for three days and they get back and it's fine and then you know he turns into an asshole again but there needs to be a reason why they need to run now and when they find that out in the restaurant which is also fucking hysterical with the birthday party scene where she put the (laughs) sombrero on her and everything I love it Um, the restaurant scene's good I'll give you that that's the best part of having them in the plot yeah and he dresses up as a woman llama and (laughs) goes in back and forth with them and the with the swinging doors that's so funny but anyway i think that you need the um antagonist part of yzma because that's really running the whole reason as to why they're still on the run like once he finds out that um you know Kronk kicked him off of the um side of the thing and he landed on the tri- on the trolley like that's how he got to Pacha's place to begin with so you need to have those people in this movie i really think john goodman was a great choice for pacha because he just makes him sound so wholesome and they do a great job of making that character so wholesome um and wants to help this asshole leader anyway even though he already told him he's going to kick him out of his own house he still finds it in his heart to to help him and um, I think his family is really cute, and I just love everyone in this one. All the little side characters are really good, too. Like, um, <laughs> in the beginning, the old man that he kicks over the side. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> what about the wife? The groove! Um, <laughs> uh, the wife? Well, uh, I mean, I like her. I think she's she stands up for herself, and she's very quick-witted, so when, like, when Yzma and Kronk show up to her house and she they're saying, Oh, we're uncle we're uncle and aunt of uh Kronk or of um Pacha. She's like, Yeah, I never seen you guys in my whole life <laughs> And um, you know, him giving the signals outside of the door and she's so quick witted. I really like her because she just stands for herself. Um I mean, it's so stupid for me to feel this way about these animated characters, but I really do because I'm trying not to let my compassion and for this like enjoyment of this movie from being a child i've probably watched this movie i'm not even kidding 30 times in my life um (laughs) i'm trying not to let that cloud my opinion but uh, in all honesty watching animated movies can get boring sometimes and i don't ever feel bored with this movie so i'll give i'm gonna give them a four Okay, yeah, the characters are actually my favorite part of this, for the most part. Um, I Our core four is good. Um, strengths are... Pa- Pacha's really good. I like Pacha's character a lot. Uh, and I like 
Kronk as the, the Kronk is an entertaining side character. He is he's he's very entertaining. I can see why he got the spinoff, which I've never seen. Uh, oh, but I haven't either. I don't ever want to taint the feeling that I have about this movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it was during the era of directed. <laughs> I forgot video about Disney his spinoff. Sequels. Have you seen it? Is it is it? No. What is it? Is it a no. TV show or is it a movie? They made a straight a to movie. TV movie called Kronk's no. New Groove, and then there's also a TV show called Emperor's New School. Oh that, yeah, yeah. So there was a couple spinoffs, but I I never huh. seen any of those, and I never would. I didn't even want to as a child. <laughs> Don't want to taint your memory. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Yuz, so Yuzma and Cusco, Yuzma is should be like the, the good guy because Yuzma doesn't try to take over until she's fired. That's when she wants to get revenge and then rule after that. She's perfectly fine with ruling in the shadows, like being like... But not really, because he's already kicking her ass about it. Like, she was sitting in the chair and he said, no, you need to leave. Like, why are you even trying to have authority? She, the way she explained it, I 100% agree. She's like, I'm just doing all the little things that you don't do anyway. Like, because he doesn't. He doesn't take care of, like, talk to the villagers. Yeah, she's she's an asshole when she talks to the villagers, calls them poor and tells them to leave. But she, do, she does something. He doesn't. He he does his dance number all morning. That's his that's his groove. That's <laughs> literally his, his routine. That's what the old man says. Pacha asks, like, why did he kick you out? I threw his groove off. His, his morning routine. He hates when I do that. So he threw me out a window. Like, Cusco is a horrible horrible prick and he the only guy who's trying to help him it takes him to save his life what three times for him to finally be like all right i guess i'll build it on the hill next to your hill like he's such an <laughs> asshole Kuzco is is horrible um i like at the end that hit that pacha like keeps his house and i guess they're friends at the end but like Cusco's so horrible, and Yzma is horrible, but at least she's doing her job. At least she's doing a job. Like, Cusco doesn't do a damn thing. Cusco's never helpful. I've never this light ever in my whole life. Every time, pa- every time Pacha... How many times has Pacha light a fire and Cusco puts it out, just not even giving a shit, and then complains that the fire's out? Like, I understand his character is the prissy emperor who gets everything he wants, but he's just the worst ever. Um... Although one of my favorite character moments is when they're about to go over the waterfall and they do the uh, we're about to go over the huge waterfall. Sharp rocks at the bottom, most likely. Bring it on. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I remember that I do from like the trailer. That. I, I that is the moment that I remember this movie and it, I, I still like that. Um, the characters are fun. They have good bits. I don't care for the mom. Let me and the bring kids. that full circle to the end. Uh, what do you mean? They do that at the end too when they have to get the vial. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the climbing the wall. The back, yeah, yeah, no, that, the back that's, technique. That's, that's all good stuff. That's what keeps like the plot, even though it's conventional, like above low, because it's it it is it's good to bring that back around. It's a good callback. I don't want to cut you off again, but I do remember falling asleep during the moment where they were doing it in the waterfall. But when they showed it again later on, I was like, oh man, I fell asleep again between that one part where they do that. Like I remembered <laughs> exactly. Ordinary, I'd wake you up, but about. I knew you already seen this thirty times. Yeah. So I was like, she probably knows everything that's happened. She probably remembers it better than I will for the review. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, uh, the part about the wife and the kids that doesn't do it for me is that when they're used, they're used for all the physical comedy bits, which for the most part are not as good. That's not my kind of humor. I like the stuff that Jess doesn't like. I don't like like guy slips on banana peel very much. There, there, there's such a good thing as physical humor, but when he's most falling down a hill and turning into a chicken and they use her as a pinata, I'm like, eh, it's stupid. <laughs> It's not funny. It's amazing. It's not funny. That is shit that makes to- toddlers laugh. I love and that apparently, Jess is you laughing. too. It just is literally holding back. 
it's it's dumb. I would much rather have snarky characters say things to each other, which is not what this movie is. Which is fine. That's just not my humor. Uh, characters, though, especially because of the main ones, I will give it a four as well. So I actually am on board with the characters in this. The main ones. Cusco uh, is such a horrible prick, though. He's horrible. Well, uh, the- I mean, look at look at look at the actor involved. Yes, I am not a big. David like he David fits Spade, it so yeah. well, right? When you think of David Spade, like this could uh, be my favorite David Spade uh, role. I'm trying to think of one. Well, when there. I think of him, just because this is the movie I so- I associate him with, because I never saw Joe Dirt or any of this other stupid shit. When I think of him, I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, he is an asshole because he was the stupid llama in that one movie. <laughs> he could be a perfectly nice guy, but I think his career is full of movies that I don't like. Uh, so that's 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 where it is. Uh, the visual and sound, back to you, Nicole. I mean, for a Disney movie, it's fine. It really re- reminds me of Hercules, especially oh, the part... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, especially the part where, like, in the beginning, he's picking his girlfriend or whatever, and he's going down the line, and he's like, no, Another ew, him, me no, going they- like, They're all- just stop being such an asshole. He's such an asshole. Why does he have it to reminds be me of It reminds me of all the, all the, of all the goddess women in Hercules that are singing down the line, mm-hmm. and I think that they it's typical of any Disney movie where they riff off other ones and pick parts and pieces and just put different characters in it, so... I'm sure that the llama was was based off of another character somewhere too. So, um, I mean, this it's is based fine. off Emperor's New Clothes, the, the the old the old tale. I won't talk about that. I don't want Kingdom of the Sun. Anybody? No. Who? Nothing. Neither. Just could go on. Just we're not talking. We, we don't have to talk about source material for this. <laughs> um, no, I I think it's fine. Um, it's a little diluted in in sense of visuals. It's not you know it's pretty gritty looking i love there's this one part that i think they really paid attention to i i brought it up to brennan as we were watching he didn't recognize it when they're having the dinner party and they're ready to poison him with the potion uh he gets the glasses mixed up so he has to pour it into all three and Isma takes hers and throws it back into a cactus and it cuts to another scene and when it cuts back the cactus has turned into a llama. <laughs> yeah, it's a cactus and it's like oh the head gosh, shape of a llama. I never noticed I, it either. I should point it out. I'm like, all right, that's pretty good. That's some clever it's shit. It's so I, I give that brilliant points. to make that small detail. I'm like, this is so fucking funny. Like, I love it. Um, so that and them turning into all, turning all the guards into the different potions. One's an octopus. One's a boar. And the one guy goes, "Um, I turned into a cow. Can I go home?" <laughs> and she's yes, like, "Yes, yeah, yeah, you can go." Why does the cow get to go home, but the octopus who lives in water have to stay out there? <laughs> because he asked. <laughs> But it's those little details that make it really yes, enjoyable. Yes, that was such a good response. Hey, you don't know until you ask. It's so true. Um, you asked. <laughs> otherwise, I mean, it's uh, it's just a simple, simply made movie. Um, I'm gonna give it a three. All right, what do you think, uh, Jess? Um, so I think a lot of the new cartoons that we've watched, I always say like. I don't like the visuals or distracting or I know everyone's trying to be modern or have their own artistic twist like that Santa movie we watched and I couldn't really connect because I didn't like how it looked. Yeah. And not just that, but just a lot of and I understand everyone's doing their own individual thing and they're trying to make 
cartoons more interesting. But for me, I like a good old fashioned cartoon, which is what this <laughs> is. It's Back just a marker day. and a piece of paper, and this is exactly what I like to watch. I I can't do any of the modern stuff because I. I just don't feel like I can connect really well. So you don't like the realism part of things now. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, Well, how do you feel about like um, like the Pixar style animation? That like more like bubbly looking, like oh, like Shrek uh, kind of thing. Yes, I mean yes. (laughs) I mean that's fine. I I think I prefer this, but yeah, I remember when like Pixar stuff came. It's fine, but I think I'm more talking about like the new new kind of stuff. I like the Spider-Man thing. Like it's very distracting, and I, I don't like it. Um, yeah, we'll get to the, we'll get to that in next next week. <laughs> yeah, but I I just I love a good old fashioned cartoon. They wear the same thing every day. You know which characters which. The hairstyle <laughs> never changes. They wear the same thing every day. <laughs> very SpongeBob esque, if you ask me. Yeah, even you if wear they're square wet, pants. they still look dry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just love I love me a good old fashioned cartoon, and that's what this is. Um, just when you think of this movie, it's just all like greens and browns. Like there's not much detail anywhere else. I I like the style. Um, every character you can tell they're from the same family, just by the way that they're shaped or the the way the artist kind of drew them. But they're all mm-hmm. so different. Like the kids looks so much different than the mom. The mom's like a Bratz doll, kind of. She just looks like a diva. And the, and kids, the kids are, are just giving like me ugly little kids. And they, like Mulan vibes. Like yeah, the mom Mulan. looks kind of different than everybody else just because they made her look so beautiful. Um, but everyone else looks kind of plain and the kids look like potatoes. So, <laughs> I don't know. I That's my favorite part is just how simple this is. The sound, I can't think of really any music just besides like cartoon music of them like well there's the or... uh his intro song that's all about how great he is sung by tom jones oh true there is that um yeah <laughs> how could i forget about that so no i like the visuals um i think they're clever so i'm i'm gonna give it i'll give it a four and a half so i'm not giving everything oh uh, you're taking it taking it down a peg <laughs> um uh, yeah so i'm comparing this to what we what we did so we did rugrats what a couple months ago and that animation this came out a year oh, or two after awful. yes the rugrats looks bad the and they always did though like even when they were when they were in the early 90s like even for the time rugrats always looked i thought they looked grotesque and like horrifying um this is like very classic cell animation uh one of you know the last couple like they stopped doing this after the in the next six or seven years there aren't a lot of cell animation movies like this anymore most movies have moved to the pixar cgi style um and you know the the 3d 3d rendering and they're like just said we've done like klaus and i lost my body that have some more stylized animation this is traditional um and it's completely uh what do they say completely competent there's nothing wrong with it i don't see any glitches in the in the whole the way it looks um i i I like the little things like nicole pointed out the cactus these are things i did not i probably wouldn't have picked up when i watched it younger not that i would have remembered them because this isn't a movie i returned to um it's a completely competently done movie i don't care for the song the the hippest cat in the nation whatever however that song goes um oh it's so good 
it's not. <laughs> it's it's not. It's not particularly catchy, and I don't really know how it goes. Uh, and I I didn't know that it was Tom Jones, of course, when I was younger, because I didn't know who that was. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, huh, that's really makes sense, right? Great. It's yeah. so great that they got him to do you it. You hear the voice, and you're like, oh, of course. Um, yeah. So, um, competent, not a great music for me. I'll give it a three. I'm gonna I'm gonna go bowl down the middle on the animation style. Uh, so we haven't really talked about uh, we've talked about all the funny parts that we like, but the ending is is Cusco and uh, and Isma and Pancho and all the guys are wrestling for the last vial of human turn me back into a human potion. I don't know what you call it. Uh, it's and uh, Yzma's been turned into a cat because she grabbed the wrong one. She took the cat potion, so now she's a cat. Uh, and the the real emotional pull moment is when Pacha's about to fall off the big uh, the big uh, idol, the big idol that the palace is in, and he's hanging on. But the potion's about to fall over, and if Cusco Cusco has to choose if he's going to be selfish and take the potion or or help his friend, and he he chooses the friend. Finally, Cusco does something where he's not a horrible asshole, or he's going to die if he isn't a horrible That's asshole. Such a great moment. He finally does something good. Good, thank God. Um, and he 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 saves Pacha. The thing falls, but the trampoline at the bottom bounces uh, Yzma <laughs> and, the, and the potion back up. Point is, Cusco uh, gets the potion. And, uh, Come on, why aren't you laughing at that? He goes, for the third time, I told you we didn't order any trampolines. He's got like f- 15 trampolines on a cart. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> They were, that's not that funny. It's just, how convenient. It's not. It's 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 there so that he doesn't have to be a llama for the rest of the movie. So that he could turn. Well, what if it actually broke and then he's forced to be a llama? Maybe emperor? they were. Maybe they were purchasing the trampolines for the old man that keeps getting thrown out of the window because he threw off the emperor's groove. You know, if they had the old man sitting out there, being like, "Oh, thank God, this will help my falls." Like, if they had that, I would give it to you, and I would I'm agree this laughing. is good. Whatever. The point is, he gets. I, I, I see. Yes, he gets the potion. He turns back into a human. He agrees to not you build. You don't the, appreciate quality. He agrees not to build his new amusement park palace vacation home water park up on the hill of Pacha. He builds it next door, which probably should have done in the first place. Uh, he didn't really build the whole thing. He builds like a regular house with a pool. So he's, he's le- like a little hut. Yeah, he's learned to be a little more humble, a little less braggadocious and selfish. And uh, we end with him dancing with Pacha and the, and the newborn child and the family. And Crunk uh, is running. And that little basket is so cute that she has on her back with the baby. Oh, uh, to it. carry the baby in, yeah. And then Kronk is running the the whatever scouts, uh, squirrel, squirrel, woodland scouts? scouts. I don't know. Yeah. He, he he's like a Boy Scout troop leader with all these little kids, and he's teaching them to speak squirrel. Uh, and Yzma is still a cat and forced to be there. Um, so there you go. That's the uh, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove, Resonance and Feel, uh, Nicole. Wow, I don't know who could. <laughs> take a guess at what i would feel about this but um (laughs) it just really holds a special place in my heart there's five or six movies that i will always love watching i don't i don't know how i'm gonna feel in the future but as of now if it's on i will enjoy it this is one of those movies i just think that the comedy is there for it was funny when i was a child and it's funny as an adult now because there's a lot of subliminal pieces in here that i just really appreciate you know the sarcasm is it's elevated in a sense that it doesn't feel so 
flat to me. Like, I think that they really tried to put some funny notes in here and I think it works. I, you know, it's, it's something that I just really hold dear to my heart is this movie as stupid as it sounds, but, um, you know, everyone has that film that they just always could revert back to. And this is the one that I could revert back to all the time. I like the ending and I think that it's just a, a wholesome come, come around story of an asshole leader that realizes what common people have to deal with and he you know thanks him for his his helpfulness through the whole thing so i really like the i really love this movie i think it's funny i think it's casted really well um i'm gonna give it a like a solid four four and a half for how i feel about this movie jess um so i'm i'm gonna give this a five i think this is just Mm -hmm. my kind of cartoon and my kind of humor and my kind of length of a movie <laughs> um everything about it is just short and very simple. <laughs> short, simple, you know, not complex. It's, it's just an easy watch that's so funny again like Nicole said as an adult, as a kid. And it's it's just fun. And am I the only one that thinks that I likes Cusco better as a llama? It's kind of like in Shrek when Princess Fiona like turned into Shrek. I was like, I like her better as an ogre than a person. I think he should. Oh, he's hysterical like... as the llama. Yeah, I, I think like he's the like character a totally design different personality. I like the character design as a llama, but I mean, he's always the same. I think his personality feels the same through and through to me. Until oh, I he disagree. Makes change. Yeah, I, I think like he feels so different. Llama. Yeah, it does. Like Princess mm. Fiona as an ogre and a person. I like her better as an ogre. <laughs> I never even liked her as a person, really. I think she's her behavior is similar. Well, not in the, in the first one, she puts on like a mask a little bit. Like she, she she acts differently. But in the second one, I think when she becomes human again, spoiler for Shrek 2, uh, like when she's briefly a human again, like she, <laughs> she she behaves like she was when she was her ogre self and isn't comfortable. As be- We're not talking about the Shreks. We're talking about this. Sorry. I, I know, but I just, I don't know. I liked her. I liked him better as an animal. Like when he was like, oh, yes i'm a llama again when he really was meant to be a person um i think you should have stayed a llama <laughs> because he was know. like a whale and like a <laughs> turtle and like all these other not practical animals yeah i mean oh, the little I w- turtle is so cute when he's trying to run <laughs> i did laugh I at that. that was pretty good it pans back and everyone's chasing him <laughs> i wouldn't hate if he became a llama and like just became i don't know like pacha's animal or pet or something and hung out they did give him a like a llama poncho to wear it had a llama imprinted on the poncho (laughs) that's true i think he should have stayed an animal just because i think he's funny (laughs) and i like him better that way and maybe he deserved that from all his evil in his life just to have a life be an animal he should have stayed the llama and been like the llama emperor yeah i don't know i i just think he's funnier that's it your turn (laughs) yeah it's it's so it's definitely better than I thought it was going to be. I thought this is going to be so horribly unholding up, and I'm just going to come on here and be like, "This is truly awful." I don't know why you guys like this. It's not truly awful. It's perfectly fine. There are funny bits. It's still not a movie for me. It's not my kind of humor. It's not my kind of writing. It's way too simple. I for wonder me to if like there's it. a difference because I grew up with it and tend to re- like revert back to it and and. No, I could watch it at any time and I wouldn't be upset about it as opposed to you didn't grow up watching it that much. Maybe it feels different for you, but that could, I feel like that could be said for any cartoon or 
child's movie in it the sense of when we were children. I think it depends on the type of movie. Because, like, I'll go back and defend certain movies. Like, I still think Lion King and Toy Story and a bunch of other movies came out when I was really young and watched then are still good now and still good adult movies. And this is like, something I would eyes. totally pick over those movies. You know what I mean? Like, I was but not I think... as big of a fan of those. See, that just feels like it has to be nostalgia, though, because, like, I don't I don't know how you can objectively as an adult put this on those the, the levels of those of those movies. I'm trying to, like, I have those, too. I have ones that are, like, this for me, like, movies that I know are objectively bad, but I liked them when I was five or six, and I still enjoy them now while I recognizing... I didn't say that this was ever objectively bad. <laughs> no, it's not objectively bad. It's objectively not as good as Toy Story or Lion King. Those are gold standard, like top tier animated films of the nineties. Like they, they, I, I, you could, you could say you like one better, but to say you, I mean, I, I think. I mean, I guess it kind of holds true. Like everyone loves Coco now, and when I watched Coco a few years ago, I'm just like. I don't know. I don't really see what's great about oh, it. Oh, I but love if I Coco. Was a... Coco's so much better than this. I saw that when I was like 21. I don't know. If I was a kid watching it, I'd probably hold it more to heart than I do watching it in my 20s. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like when something is truly great and it holds up and I can go back and watch it, like, there are times I go back and watch things that are old and, like, don't, like, they're dated, but, like, I still really, really enjoy them. Even kids' movies. And this just... You know, it was better. Th- I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. It's better than I was expecting. I'm going to give it a three. It is better than I was expecting going back. Um, but I don't. Your your two's reference uh, references for it is is a little beyond me. I don't. I don't. I don't quite understand the appeal, the uh, the rewatch appeal when you were young of, of this one. But uh, we're at the end here. Uh, the overall resonance appeal we just did. I don't know why I said that again. We're on the recommends. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jess, would you recommend the Emperor's New Groove? I would watch the rec- the Embers in a Groove again in all ages with your mom, with your little nephew or kids or anything. It's a really fun watch. I think just reiterating everything I've said, short, simple, you can do your laundry watching it um, and just look up and it's, it's just funny. The humor is so good. I love Cusco's one-liners. What do you think, Nicole? I mean, I'm kind of feeling like I want to keep it for myself. Like, I You're don't not going to recommend it so that people. I don't are want like anybody me. to enjoy it as much <laughs> and take it down <laughs> as you have, Brennan. I don't want anybody. I like to how me giving anymore. it threes across the board and giving the characters fours <laughs> is taking it down. This this is fine. It is a perfectly fine three star movie. But you see what I feel is it doesn't hold up in the sense that movies now are so like Good. over the top in terms of their production and um realistic and things like that i don't know if the cartoons like this are made anymore you know what i mean no we just watched one this... it's called wonder park and that's terrible but i bet if you watch no, it back no, then... no 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 that was even more made to look real like more realism you know in the sense of how it was made like this is literally scene by scene drawn type of bullshit yes, like how they, they don't make cell animation like this exactly and that's TV. where the yes. nostalgia comes from with this like you know when i think of this movie i think of i think of that exactly that it's a it's cell by cell drawn and maybe the appeal isn't as big as it was when it was in 2000 Obviously, I would recommend this because I think it's hysterical and I really think it does hold up. But I would I would hate for someone to for a child to watch this now and, you know, compare it to what's on TV now and think that it wasn't as good because that's not the case. Yeah, um, it's 
I think a kids today today could still enjoy this. I think the jokes for kids are still good. Well, I don't, and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but we <laughs> did just, just we did just recently watch the Aristocats. I was gonna and, bring that up actually. Oh well, yeah. I mean that was sell by sell as well of course that was in the 60s or whatever it was made mm-hmm. um and this is still in the same realm of that so 40 years later they're still using the same technology and 20 years past that they're using completely different technology so that really shows you know the the innovation that they've used now but like i don't know if people would think that even aristocats holds up well, we could talk about Aristocats another day. I was actually going to bring that up at the end here uh, for for Jess actually, but um, no, I this is still good enough for kids. I think this just isn't a movie where I go back and as an adult I can really I, I appreciate it as being a solid kids movie, and that's a really about it. Like I don't think this is this isn't something that like someone my age who doesn't have kids is going to go back and watch. I would say that about things like Toy Story and and a, most Pixar movies and and a, a good portion of Disney's nineties era movies they had a lot of good stuff in there um those things you can go back and just appreciate as good movies i I, this is perfectly fine it's a good kids movie and i'm going to recommend it but it's it's just fine i don't think it's um special i don't think it's a classic uh i think it's fine uh but i back to your point about the aristocats that was made in 1970 we had just seen you you love them it's another one you watch a lot as a kid i watched robin hood disney's robin hood which is from that same era of 60s 70s so i yeah that's like the one i like and i've seen that actually somewhat recently i actually think that holds up pretty well as well uh but jess you you're saying you like the old school cell animation do you have any reverence for the ones before are you literally kind of 1994 to 2006 and everything after and before that is not what you watch? I'm just I'm curious if you have any of the older movies that were also this style of animation that you have the same uh, nostalgia for. Uh, I'd have to see a list. I can't think of the names off the top of my head or if you can throw a couple out there. Rescuers, Great Mouse Never Detective. Never um, oh, Great Mouse Detective. Another any of the, any of the Mickey, Goofy, Donald Duck, Pluto, Minnie Mouse, any of that kind of shit. Um, yeah, I never really watched. Old Princess movies, else. Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella. Oh, yeah, I watched all the princesses. Okay, well, there you go. That's something. I'm just, I mean, I'm, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of in the same aspect. Where that old style cell, animation. Cell drawn and... Yeah. yeah. The mouths don't move as fast as the words are. <laughs> right. Like, the, the, you know. the, I, my I favorite watched of the like Snow the White old that ones. came out in like 1937 so many yeah. times. Okay. I just was curious if you had older ones that were in that same like camp of old animation. I mean, obviously, the from 1937 to 2000, we're, we're acting like there was no updates. Of course, there were updates, but the jump to animation styles they're using now is, is, is larger. Um, oh yeah. yeah, Scooby-Doo is like my favorite show too. Love Scooby-Doo. Right. I, I, I love the the uh, shows from back then. Movies too, where like they were the cell style, and there was like everything was the same shade except for like one object because you knew that object was going to get picked up or moved oh, yeah. in the scene. So that one was Absolutely. slightly different colored. There's just a lot of little things like that. I go back and watch it and kind of like I kind of like it as like a but I, it's it's more of a historical appreciation that's as something to that it. i even noticed as a child like you knew what the yeah. next thing was going to be in the scene because they're already starting to you know enhance how they're drawing it or whatever it is right all right well i was just curious everyone's cell animation background we'll go it's into that funny because i like day. the og cartoons better but then i like i don't like old movies i like for right. real actors i like the new stuff yeah, you don't like it. I mean, I don't think we've given a single movie that's live action before 2000, I don't know, like seven or eight that you've recommended. Ugh. Like, 
<sighs> you can't get you can't get over the 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 style of acting. I can't. Start- I can't get past it. Uh, well, maybe we'll get you there one day. Uh, so that's three recommends of varying degrees for uh, Emperor's New Groove. So if you are a hardcore Disney fan and you did not see this, you could go back and watch it. If you have kids, you can go back and watch it. Uh, otherwise, I would I would suggest a steer clear, but that's just my, my thing. No. Uh, <laughs> do you want it for yourself or do you want people to be like me and come on and say it's not that good? I will respect your opinion, but disagree. That's what we do here. Uh, so that's so we've got a we're gonna stick on streaming. Uh, I think we've already picked uh, next stream review Spider Man into the Spider Verse. If anyone wants to get ready for that, uh, if we're speaking of new school style animation, that's a movie that has tons and tons of animation style that we'll talk about uh, next week. Uh, we also have our pick series, uh, the ones where the host picks and makes all the other hosts watch. Uh, originally, we we're gonna do Nicole. I think we're going to switch to Jess just for timing purposes for this month. So next episode, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which should be coming out uh, Monday. Uh, uh, you will hear Jess's pick. What's she going to make us watch? It can be a movie, Jess's documentary, pick. TV show, a series of commercials, or YouTube it's videos, or TikToks, whatever the, whatever they want us TikTok. to watch within reason, within within time limit reasons. Uh, mm. We we will we will watch. So uh, we're gonna have to get clarification on that. On time limit reasons, uh, I, I mean, you cannot watch. We cannot watch uh, uh, ten hours of a YouTube video where they do chanting or something that you fall asleep to, <laughs> or an entire season of a television show. It's not like, chanting. It's it's sleep music. I needed to. I needed to fall asleep. We're not reviewing ten hours of sleep music. Um, ten hours though. If if anyone has anything to recommend to us, though, we do have some of those on the schedule coming up because we've received some. These are all the places you can reach out to us. Facebook, Films with the Women in My Life. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. You can go to Twitter. That'll be Mama K running that. That is at Films Women Pod. And finally, you can email the show at Films with the Women at gmail.com. All right, guys. Thanks for being on. For you know, You're welcome for me being on for Emperor's New Group. Yay. <laughs> thanks for not being a total dick. It, I, I would have if it deserved it. It was not bad. So I don't be at Cusco. <laughs> don't be at Cusco. Until next time, this is Brendan signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod and check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. 